Welcome to episode number 52 of Nurses Living the Good Life. My name's Ann Conkley. I'm a certified nurse midwife and a certified life and business coach, and I'm so glad that you're here. In today's episode, I've got an interview with Sadie Glisson, who's the remote nurse. And you may not actually know who is behind the remote nurse, but you have probably seen some of the ads on Facebook, or maybe you have seen the uh, group, or maybe you yourself are a part of the remote nurse membership community, where Sadie helps to create a platform that connects uh, healthcare providers like RNs and advanced practice nurses and PAs with jobs that are out there that are remote. So Sadie is an incredible asset to our community because she, in effect, has made it easier for all of us to connect with the remote positions if we desire to have those in our lives. So I wanted to interview Sadie because I think what she's doing is number one, incredible. And the way that she's really gone about creating a community really from the ground up has been uh, so impressive to watch. So I wanted to bring her on and really kind of talk through why she's doing what she's doing, how she got to where she is, and really what's next for her uh, in terms of uh, her idea of living a good life. So so get ready, take some notes. Let's get to work. Hi, Sadie. I'm so glad that you're here. Okay, everybody, uh, welcome to um, this conversation with Sadie. Sadie, if you would please introduce yourself. Um, people know you, they probably don't know your regular name, but, but introduce yourself <laughs> and then tell them what you do and who you are. Cause they'll probably be like, Oh, I've seen her shit on, you know, some form of social somewhere. So, um, yeah. I'm so, and I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, yeah, my name's Sadie Glisson. I am the owner and the founder of the remote nurse, which is an online community and job board that helps, um, Nurses, nurse practitioners, and physician assistants find remote clinical jobs, so work from home jobs, and that's the entirety of what it is. I have all kinds of services that help you find these jobs and figure out which ones are right for you and how to apply to them, what kind of skills to show for each type of job and stuff like that. The main thing is the job board, um, and that is what really helps you go on there and kind of pinpoint all your specific needs, like your license type, your states, even your specialties. And then I collect all these jobs from all over the place and house them on my website with all these tags where you can just search so that you're not kind of getting lost online, which is very easy. <laughs> very easy to do. Yeah. How so many? Just of it. <laughs> yeah. Right. How do you know how many um, healthcare professionals you've helped to find remote work? I mean, like from a um, bigger picture? Thousands. I don't know the number because <laughs> a lot of it, a lot of like, Half of my business is just free. So it's not really as, I mean, well, it might be trackable, but I don't track it as much. Um, like the job board is free. And then I have like elevated services beyond that, but I don't have that much real hard tracking on who gets a job and who doesn't. But I know like we have a Facebook group and there's always just comments all the time. I got a job. I got a job. I got a job. So it's all the time. There's thousands by now. <laughs> I'm sure. Oh God, I'm sh at least, if not yeah, more, I'm maybe tens of thousands. I don't know, but yeah, I would not, I would not bat an eye to think that that was absolutely true. Yeah. Um, how long have you been in this business? Um, since about three years now, 2019 ish. Um, I, it started really as a Facebook group. Um, and that went for about a year where it was basically just a Facebook group. Um, and then in early 2020, I think in January or February, I turned it into like a business 
or actually no, a brand. Cause I, I didn't have a business model yet, <laughs> but I turned it into like the remote nurse, um, aside from just like a random Facebook group. And then a couple months later within that summer, I turned it into more of a, um, there was some type of monetary arrangement for myself to keep doing it. Um, so yeah, I think now then three years of when it was like formally a business four years of it actually being alive. So what did you, what made you do it? Well, um, I used to work from home as a nurse and it was really hard to figure out that you could work from home as a nurse and what you could do working from home as a nurse and what kind of skills you needed and what kind of, um, you know, job experience. So I spent literally years looking for all kinds of remote jobs because I wanted to work remotely. I was an introvert. I really wasn't like happy with nursing in general. Um, but I had this degree and I needed to do something with it. So, um, I kind of just found different areas that I could utilize it without getting like extremely burned out, which ended up being like remote, um, specialties really worked better for me, but yeah, so I knew all this information and I was always on these Facebook groups, like nurses, Facebook groups, and people would ask, how do I work from home? And I'd be typing away like my paragraph of look at this, look at this. And then I did that over and over and over. <laughs> and I realized like, I should just maybe make my own Facebook group and see if anybody cares to like follow it. And they did. And it was successful. Um, basically I was just posting little jobs here and there, like, look, this job exists, look. And then I eventually transformed that into a job board because Facebook groups is not very like organized that way. Um, so then the job board became like an external website where all those jobs led. So I still use social media even to this day to announce the types of jobs we've found. Um, but that then leads to the job board and the job board is free. And then they like find all these jobs, but I have an added membership that goes beyond that, that helps like find these jobs quicker, um, more immediately, like the free version it, on the job board are jobs that I found over a week ago. And those ones went to the members first. And that's like kind of the, the benefit for the members because these jobs are so competitive. It's actually like daunting how competitive these are. So okay. one, a lot of them close within a week. And then two, it's just like they get hundreds and thousands of resumes. So if you're a recruiter, like obviously you're only going to be able to go through a couple hundred, like you're not going to be going through 3000 resumes. So getting your application in quick is like one of the best things to do for yourself. So that's kind of how we incorporate the value of the membership too. Do you provide them with any support or have any influence on, you know, with previous relationships that you have in the industry with saying um, like, we can help, you know, kind of expedite a little bit? Not particularly. So I, okay. That's just not something I really want to do. And I've also found that companies don't have any problem finding candidates. They have too many candidates. So they don't really have any huge um, pull to like work with me. In fact, yeah. I'm probably burdening them. <laughs> by letting you're like, I just 10 x the number so, of applications you're going to receive. Yeah. Good luck with that. So, I mean, that's one side of it. Maybe like they're not as interested or they don't need, have that need. Um, and then also it's just in my personality, I'm not really somebody who likes to like do a lot of networking and, and, and partnering and stuff. So it's also something that I haven't like fully, you know, put all my energy into making happen either. So, but so, yeah, most of it is for helping the nurses and like clinicians find these jobs 
and apply, figuring out like what roles are out there and how they can fit into those and helping them, you know, find these jobs themselves. So you're saving them time and then giving them an, a leg up because they're getting in a little bit quicker and getting yeah. their high before, you know, in those first couple hundred or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, tell us about the membership model that you have in, as opposed to the free, you said, you know, they get access to those jobs, um, within that week and then they get posted out to the regular community. So what's the membership model look like and what's the cost? Like, what is, how'd you come up with that? Yeah. So, um, basically the membership, the biggest perk of the membership is that I find these jobs every single day and I post them to the, the membership first. So as soon as I find these jobs, I'm, I'm looking for them Monday through Friday, about two hours a day, looking through each of these, all the job boards, all the company sites and all this stuff. Um, and those go to the members first. So as pretty much almost within one to three days of them posting, the members are, are getting a list of them, what they can apply for. So they, I hold those for the membership for one week. So after that, then I put it on my public job board. Now these jobs are not exclusive to me. I'm helping to find them all and collect them all. We find over like 150 jobs a week. So it's oh. not like, you know, oh, they were all on Indeed, all 10 of them. Like, okay, well, yeah, but there were like 200 jobs this week. So like, if you want to spend 15 hours a week looking for the jobs, you're free to do that. But I'm already doing that. So yeah, right. basically the members um, get those jobs first. We also have like a, a resume template and some tips and tricks on helping get your resume through like the, the computer systems and stuff like that. Um, and so that's just like a monthly membership because these jobs are coming out daily. So every Monday through Friday, you're getting about, 20, you know, the nurses get probably around 20 to 30 jobs. And then the NPs and PAs get about anywhere from five to 15 a day. It depends how many they don't have as many as the nursing ones, but. And what's the cost of the membership? Um, 29 a month. And so you can cancel any time we des I designed it that way just because if you find a job the next month, like. You're good. You don't really need to be in there for six months, but some people are in there for six months and I, it's not uncommon either to be in it for several months or even aside from the membership, just applying to these jobs for months because they're so competitive. So it really ranges, but yeah, it's a monthly membership. Um, and then how many people do you have in your, your membership kind of month to month? Like what's your average? Um, we have between like four and 500 and that is based on a community of about almost now 200,000 in between all our like Facebook groups and Instagram and all this stuff and email lists and everything in between. So it actually is a quite a low percentage of like who is actually following the community. Um, but yeah, it, it usually tends to run within that, that range. Um, that's funny that you said it's a low percentage. I was like, shit, that's amazing. I know, I know it does. That's amazing. <laughs> you know, it like it's a lot. And it is like, as a business owner, it, it works for me, but when you're actually seeing the amount of people that are receiving these jobs, like from our community, it's a huge amount. So dwindling it down to like four or 500 people. And you have to also remember that there are nurses and clinicians in all 50 States in this. So like not every job is available to every person everywhere. Yeah. Like it's okay. This one's only for Florida. This one's for Arizona or, or whatnot. And some of them are nursing. Some of them are, you know, LPN, RN, APRN, PR, PA. So it's like, it's not like you have 400 people applying to one job. It's yeah. like, okay, maybe 20 or 30 out of the entire group of, you know, are, are interested in this specific job for this specific reason. So it kind of, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. Amazing. <laughs> 
But did you ever think that you were going to be here like 2023 having a conversation about 200,000, you know, members across all social channels that are interested in remote work and a membership of 500 strong a month? Like, did you think that this was where you were going? And also, do you do you work clinically at this time? Um, I don't full time, but I do like part time or like um contract type jobs, seasonal okay. jobs as like in data abstraction and stuff like that. But um, I don't have like a full-time job anymore. And I really only do the temporary ones to keep my resume updated in case of emergency. Just in case, <laughs> so, yeah. No, this business really has allowed me to not work nursing at all. If I don't want to, I'm just afraid of not having that on my resume in case like this implodes. And then, <laughs> Hey, I haven't been working for years, <laughs> but there's not really any, like, I'm Wait a minute. Wait, I'm not even accepting this bullshit. You have built an enormous business just because you saw a gap in the market and you were like, shit, I can do something about that. I'm going to go find these jobs and I'm going to go share them with people. And then you were so, um, you not only had the idea, but you actually moved ahead and did something about it, which as you know, a lot of people will get the jobs, uh, the emails from you. They will pay for your membership. They will be in your Facebook group. And some of them will never submit a damn application. Like they just oh, well, do yes. it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I'm so even victim to that in other. Oh, well, well, right. Of course. Like, no, I mean, I'm sign but, up for the course and I never read it. But look at your, but look at what you've created. I mean, it's phenomenal that you've gone out and you were like, yeah, I saw this gap in the market. I provided a solution. And I've created this, this, you know, following, which is, um, allows me to create a substantial amount, I would think of revenue on a, on a monthly basis. Do you have a team that you employ too? How many people are on your team? Um, no, well, yes, I have a virtual assistant, but that's it. She does all my, my routine daily. Like I find all these jobs every day just because like, I'm, I mean, I could probably delegate that out at some point. I'm just like scared to, <laughs> to be honest. But um, I do have like a virtual assistant that then takes all those jobs and converts them to my job board, the membership, the social media, all that stuff. So basically my job is just to find the jobs. And that usually takes about an hour and a half to two hours a day. Surprisingly, actually, it's, it's you would think, <laughs> I would think after a while, I'd be like, oh, this should take 30 minutes. But there are, there are just so many jobs now and like, it's it's crazy. Like, and then I'm I'm going through each one and making sure I'm pulling the right information so that it's searchable. Um, but then my virtual assistant, yeah, she works maybe 15-ish hours a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think I'm I, my mind's messing up right now, but <laughs> um either 30 hours a month or 15, I can't even remember now. But um yeah, she she's like part-time. So okay. she does most of that. And I work maybe 10 to 15 hours a week, to be honest, and that's just what I do. I don't work more than that. <laughs> uh-huh. And then what, how about too, in terms of your business? Like, do you, how do you keep your expenses? Are they relatively low in terms of your overhead and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. My expenses are pretty low. The biggest expenses I have are just software, internet, um, hosting, web domain stuff, all the different applications I use to like do my automations and email servers and all that stuff. And my actual Oh, and I should add, I have a moderator in my face. I, I always forget. I have a moderator in my Facebook group who we we work together with too. And she does a lot of work for the Facebook group. Um, so she is part of my team as well. I always okay. forget that because she, I found her like in my group as it was beginning. And she was always very good about like 
you know, flagging things. So I was like, can you be my moderator? And now it, she's like an essential part of that. <laughs> so oh my God, that's fantastic. She is part of the team too. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, okay. So two part-timers, two 1099s yeah. and then you. Yeah. So the costs stay compared to like my profits and revenue and stuff. My costs are, are pretty low. They're less than 50%. They're like maybe 30% of my overall everything. So it's not, not too bad. It's definitely oh. worth it. <laughs> But and, I didn't start that way either. It's like, wow, it's right. not like one day I just was like, okay, let's hire all these people. It took a while of like actually starting to trickle in some money and then having like a baseline monthly profit that I could be like, okay, I don't need to work 40 hours a week now. Now somebody else can do some of this. So mm-hmm. it's because sometimes it seems intimidating. Like, how do you have this whole team and stuff? Like, I haven't even had a sale. It's like, well, I didn't either for a year or two. So yeah. yeah. And then it sounds like you used a, a approach, which is kind of like meet the need when it arises or intervene as needed, which is like, oh, I'm a little bit full in terms of like needing somebody to take what I find and then convert it in so that it can be shared widely. Um, and then just filling, you know, meeting the stop gaps like, oh yeah, the bottleneck here is only one Sadie and I've got a lot of information to distribute. And so I get somebody who can backfill on that and who can support you know, the, um, the, that side of it, which is, which is great. Was that kind of how it sounds like that's how you've grown your business, which is like, you just meet the need. And as the need, as the need rises or increases, you meet it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really important to me, like that this business works for me first, because I didn't ever want to create a business that I was employed by in the same way that I was already employed by somebody else. Like I didn't want to feel trapped in my business just because of X, Y, Z, like how much money I could make or what kind of like, you know, face I could have out there or whatever. Like that really is so unimportant to me. Like having the freedom is like the most important thing. So there are things I could do to make a ton of money, like a ton, but I won't do it because that's, it's, it's not why I created a business, you know, it's like, it's some, sometimes I think it's like, oh, it's selfish that, you know, I have all these things I can give, but at the same time, like, this is my business. Like mm-hmm. I could leave it any day. Like I, I don't have to conform it to something that I'm expecting, you know, or, or, or all the possibilities out there. I don't have to reach those if they burn me out. Like it's my business. So <laughs> like, yeah. I can pick what I want to do. So I'm curious, do you, um, like, where are you going then in the next three to five years? Like what's not, like, what, what do you do with remote nurse then? Yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know because um, Sadie, I, well, uh, wait a minute. Say, you know, we have in our community and nurses living the good life when clients say, I don't know. Uh, we just say, we don't accept those around here. We just don't. <laughs> so, so try again. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So I am somebody who likes to churn ideas every couple years and I'm somebody who would job hop every two to three years. And what I found when I made my own business was that it was awesome and it fulfilled my lifestyle needs. But when the two to three mark, the two to three year mark hit, I felt myself kind of itching again and bored. And I realized like, oh, that's not just being employed by somebody else. That's just my brain. Like I like to learn something. I like to like be proficient in it. And then I'm done. I'm bored. I've reached what I need and I need to go learn something new, which has been a challenge with this because this isn't something I can or want to just dump or leave like a job I could, you know? So it's kind of like challenged me in that way to be like, Hey, you know, you, you can't run away now. Like 
figure out what you're doing and either make it like make the uncomfortable decision to to do things you're kind of not comfortable with doing like for me that would be like partnering or even selling one day or something like that that's all very like scary to me <laughs> I'm like I I don't like I've, I I want to wait 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 oh, hold on let's just, wait let's just work this out right here let's just talk through this real quick <laughs> let's just eliminate the the fear okay okay so you're saying if somebody came along and they were like Sadie hey we have we've noticed that uh um we have an interest in buying your business Mm-hmm. And we would like to, uh, and, and, and we've set the valuation of your business at, we'll say four to five times multiple, uh, multiples of, of what it currently generates in revenue. We've noted that you have a relatively low cost, uh, you know, low budget line, uh, for expenses. Mm-hmm. And we notice that your margins are X, Y, and Z, and they offer you, I don't know, let's say 2 million. They're like, Sadie, we think this, we, we would like to offer you 2 million as a 5X, uh, the value, uh, valuation of your kind. So you're telling me in your brain, you'd be like, that is very scary. 2 million. Well, $2 million is not scary at all for me. Okay. All right. Good. <laughs> Let's get clear on the, that. Good. When I've, you know, just like when I've looked at what the actual objective value of it is, it's, it's hard to like, um, I don't know. It's hard because a lot of the value I get in this business is the freedom and the lack of time it requires. And sometimes that's hard to objectify or that's not the right word. Um, material like value quantify. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's been difficult for me. And I also haven't like put it out there. I haven't been like, Hey, you know, come to me. Cause I'm scared. <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't know. I just, yeah. it's normal. I, I think it, don't, I mean, don't kid yourself. This is totally normal. I think it's what most of us go through, which is, yeah. and I would say too, you know, one of the, you know, we have all, uh, all of the clients and nurses living the good life. They all do a Clifton strengths. And I have a, I have a sneaky feeling. I know what would be kind of top on your Clifton strengths. Um, in the, the, this kind of like desire to go out into, you know, kind of like figure it out, become like, get through the hard stuff, learn it, become efficient, like really optimize. And then you're like, what's next. Yeah. Right? Like these are classic yeah. for being achievers. Right. And I know it takes one to know one. my number one strength is being an achiever. So I think one of your, you know, like, I think it's interesting to look at it and say like, oh, my process it, regardless, like you said, of um, the circumstance, whether I'm employed by somebody else or I'm empl- or I'm doing work in my own business, is that I like to kind of figure something out, you know, get it down. And now you're just in the road, like, well, every you know, it's two hours every day, you know, <laughs> isn't it so funny? Yeah, it's a, like- lot of people, a lot of people will be like, oh, like I just had a conversation with a client. She was like, you know, sometimes I just like feel my brain and my brain kind of just like, it like wants to coast a little bit, you know? And you're like, I'm coasting, right? I like, two, it takes me two hours. I got the systems are like, I's are dotted, T's are crossed. We yeah. got the shit <laughs> locked down. And then yeah. you're like, oh God, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. right. I mean, does that sound? Does yeah. That yeah. Hard? It's yeah. not like it's a burden, but I can detect not my yet. sense of detachment forming. <laughs> And I know what yep. that leads to. That leads to burden. So yes. And burden <laughs> leads to crossroads of what I'm gonna Right. Burden oh. leads to burnout, right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Then it's I'm not burned out yet, but I'm bored. And that yeah. for me, yeah. boredom can also lead to burnout, not just yes. like over exhaustion. Boredom yeah. for me is like not good for me. <laughs> yes. No, I completely I I under I it takes one to know one and I get yeah. I get that so <laughs> much. So here, so here are you um 
So what do you, let's come back to this. So what are you thinking about? Like what's then next three to five years for you? What does that really look like? Well, um, my whole life goal is I want to be a writer, like a spiritual psychological writer. And I'm starting things to get on that track. So with, I I'm sure you understand, like once you have something also new in your mind, it's like, it's all I can think about. (laughs) So it's hard. It's, it's hard to like, you know, it's hard to anchor myself into the, the routine of what I have. Although I'm, I'm extremely grateful. Like, obviously I'm grateful, but one thing it's like, I've found is that no matter kind of what you aspire to do, once you reach it, it, it's not always the answer. Like sometimes it's like that process of creating and starting and succeeding and doing that, that is like the joy of it. And once you've done it, you expect, like, I'm just going to garden all day. I'm going to read books all day. And it's like, actually, no, I'm like trying to find some more problems to fix. <laughs> like Maybe yeah. that's my pathology, but it's also my gift. So no, I was <laughs> going to say, I try to like, I that correctly. And that's hard. Well, I think it's, you're right. It comes from, it, it, that's your opportunity to look at it and say, oh, look at me. This is how I like to do life. I like yeah. freedom's a top core value of mine. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, you know, and I also noticed about myself that I'm not afraid of hard work. I love to get out there. I love to get to a state of optimization, you know, where I really can feel like, you know, the trains are running on time, the machines well oiled, that kind of a thing. And then, and then to say, all right, so how do I, uh, and, and to really adopt the identity of being chief problem solver, I mean, which is welcome to entrepreneurship. Like that's what we fucking do all day long. And so of course, when you're all of a sudden get to the point where you're like, it's a well-oiled machine, what now it's so interesting, but your, I think role is to say like, oh, wow. All right. I can either look at that as a problem and I can look at that as hard, or I could just look like oh, well, just like I backfilled, I had this need because I had all these jobs and I need to get them out. And so I hire a VA to come on and support that area of the business. Like (laughs) you could actually be like, I'm just going to hire on somebody to come in and do the work that I do for two hours a day. Now, when they first get going, it might take them five hours a day because there's going to be a learning curve on them learning, but I'm going to backfill. Right. And right. This is the beauty of being CEO in your business where you can say, I'm going to fully step into the CEO, CEO role out of the executing role, out of the doing role. I'm going to move mm-hmm. into the strategy of it and backfill the places where, you know, it needs to support it, make money off of it mm-hmm. and then go out <laughs> and slay again. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm going to develop a new arm of the business or the hell with that. I'll just keep that business fully functioning. I, and I act as CEO, have a fully running team. I not only even maybe act as CEO, maybe I even move out of the CEO role. Right. And I stay as founder and I stay as operating partner. Who's the one who like, make sure that the ships are, you know, still sailing and the, mm-hmm. the direction of the ship, it feels right. Yeah. And then I have an entire team that manages the operations of it. And yeah. all I do is see that my bank account, it grows yeah. and grows and grows. And then I have more freedom to do the other things that I love to do, like to go do a creative writing course or to, you know, go and, you know, spend a luxurious amount of time writing a book or, you know, yeah. you know, doing a new blog on spirituality or on whatever it is you love yeah. to do. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, that's, that's what I want to do. It's just that I have a lot of um, internal, I have my own little internal problems that 
like get really afraid of partnership and, and, mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff, because it's, it, to me, it feels like a threat to my freedom, which is ironic because I'm doing it to secure my freedom, but it feels like a threat to it as well. So it's hard to like break through that. And it's like, yeah. why, do I, why am I so attached to this freedom? What is wrong with me? Like, there's a lot of things that go on in my head that prevent such an easy step to be made. Like hiring my VA was a very hard thing for me to do. I, I was very like scared to do it. It took me a long time to do it. I, I had to find the exact right person. And it was just very like, it was too much. Like, it was too much. Mm -hmm. So for me, that process is really stressful. So that is what has been like a major roadblock. But I know like eventually it'll, I, I'm going to, I'm going to work through something to find a solution. I'm, I, I won't just stay here forever. But yeah, it's just it's like once you hit that one thing, there's always something next coming, like some other kind of mind situation that's like, oh, and the other thing with this business is that it does give me so much freedom. And sometimes freedom is like eye opening because you don't really have those constructed mechanisms of like society pushing you to do something where you can just be like, well, I have to, I have to go to work eight to five. I have to do this. I have to put my kids in daycare full time. I have to do this. And it's kind of like, it's somebody else's fault. It's something else's fault. But then when you're free to do what you want and you realize, Hey, I'm making those same decisions. <laughs> Why is that? Maybe there's something in me that did want to do that, even though I was complaining about it for 30 years. Like, or, oh, or, or just like <laughs> how I create all my problems. Wow. <laughs> right. Welcome to being a human. I mean, like, yeah, of course it's like, you there's do. a lot of eye opening yeah. things that happen. Yeah, of course. And I mean, like, honestly, like, welcome to being a human building a business. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> the same shit that made me not want to do what I was asked or told to do in my last job is going to drive me fucking crazy because I'm going to have to tell myself to do that shit now. Right. Yeah. And I'm yeah. and and now the only one I have to blame is myself. No, because like, I made the yeah. Anybody else I could blame here? I'm Actually, like, no. Shit. No, this is all my doing. All yeah. the structures are gone. It's just me in this empty room making the same decisions and wondering why. And it's like, <laughs> wow, we all are actually have playing a part in the decisions we're making. And you don't know it until all the other excuses are kind of eliminated. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. It's like Taylor Swift. It's like, hi, it's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I listen to that song. Yeah. And I'm like, God, this is so true on so many levels, you know, yeah. um, but no, you're right. I think it'll bring, because I, it's funny that you say this, even I see it a lot with um, a lot of my clients who come and say, well, I'm going to go get a job over at, you know, X, Y, and Z. And I, I really want to leave this place is terrible and blah, blah, blah. And so they go and they go from one frying pan to another and they leave the job, never learning the key skill of like, what do I bring to it? Um, you know, what's in it for me? What do I, um, what am I responsible for? Right. Mm -hmm. Like what, you know, not all, some of which is good, some of which is bad. Right. And that involves that developing that skill of awareness so that you don't get to the point where you're like, oh, now I'm in business. And which frankly is probably what happened to me. I was, mm -hmm. didn't understand that about myself until I got in and I was like, oh, I have no one else to blame, but myself. Shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like I have like, nobody else is responsible for dictating how much money I can make. Like I'm actually the only one that's going to put those limitations on myself. Right. And so yeah. and working I'm through that, right. Chronically, why am I doing that? <laughs> like, and, and I, know. yeah. And I think it just comes back to that. Like it, number one, it's welcome to having a human brain. 
like, welcome to the party. It's just a part of being able to learn, be aware of how your brain trips you up and then learning how to outsmart it. And, and I think that's a huge skill, which many of us, I think the further along we go, you know, the easier it gets to be like, Oh, interesting. Like all the introspective moments where you're like, Oh, how fascinating. That's why I do that. Or, you know, um, but I, I think it's, it's, you know, it's totally normal. And I, you know, again, uh, don't, don't, don't take the opportunity to beat yourself up, please. (laughs) Oh, I will. I will. That's one of my problems. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Which is exactly what we don't need. We don't need any any other, any other ones. Yeah, no, none of us beating ourselves up because that really uh, doesn't equate to anything good. It just equates to feeling terrible. And I'll tell you, (laughs) if you really want to like make it super hard to build a business, go feel terrible about yourself, compare yourself to everybody, tell yourself you screwed it up, you fucked it all up and you will feel terrible and you will just quit your business. And you know, it's it's a great, it's a great way. And um, it's a good recipe. Um, okay. What, tell me, so we know a little bit about freedom for you. Tell me what, what's your version of living the good life? What does that look like or feel like for you? Um, really just having the space and time to do what I'm here to do. And my purpose is what it's here to do, like not being kind of caught in the things that I'm supposed to do and kind of clearing the space for the things I want to do and what I'm here to do. So with that is like the freedom, the time, the space to do that. Cause for me per- personally, my part of my purpose um, is like writing and doing all this stuff, which takes a lot of time. And a lot of it feels like unproductive time because it's just contemplation and reading and there's nothing I can like show for it. And so it's act, it's kind of hard to do that. So it, but I need the time and space, but there's a lot of like talk that goes around like selfishness and like, oh, nobody else gets to do this. Why do I get to do this? And I know this sounds really terrible, but I'm just trying to like, no, it's true. No. The reality of like, yeah. just because you reach a certain point that you see out into the distance, that seems like your ideal doesn't mean you're not going to meet yourself there when you get there and have the same problems. So, same bullshit. It's yeah, my one yeah. coach says it's not, or it's not better there than it is here. She goes, you might have a little more money. It might be a little easier, but it it's not easier. better. You still land with the same shit. You know, it's just a different flavor of bullshit. Yeah. But yeah, basically having the time and space to read and write and like produce something of that content is what I consider the good life. So, so wait a minute, what's that content? Like, what is that? Well, let's, let's be clear. What does that look well, like? Um, I guess that's part of the discovery I have to do and the time and space I need, but a lot of it is just like about spirituality and psychology and just like trying to, trying to become more self-aware so that you can understand the barriers you're placing for yourself see them, actually notice them, and then hopefully then, you know, move beyond them, which I'm not an expert at yet. I'm still in that like phase of like, oh, I'm my perfect person to communicate to because I am suffering from all these problems that I I know I need, I need to find a way to like kind of go through and help others go through that, but I haven't gone through it yet. (laughs) So I need like that time and space to really like figure out this and somehow take what I learn and, and send it to the masses like that. I just know is my path, but I'm still at, I'm still like a, a student. Like I'm still. Oh, I, I don't I'm know like about that. Through the threshold. So oh, I, I, I am not, I am not. 
I am not entertaining that anymore, Sadie. I'm not entertaining that. No, we will not take that story, that version of that story. No, I, and you know, it's funny. Um, do you follow Mark Manson or do you get his um, weekly emails? No. So he, or how about James Clear? No. Oh gosh. Have you read? Uh, so Mark Manson wrote um, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Oh, okay. I've heard of that book, but I haven't read it. It's fantastic. So, it's no, good. No, no. And, um, and then James Clear wrote Atomic Habits. Okay. But, I know but, that book. Not and heard. both of those, both of them produce on, um, Mark Manson's interesting, um, just from watching him over the years and reading his book and, um, uh, you know, he's produces a lot of content, but like, what's interesting is he does a lot. You could call him a life coach. I, he probably wouldn't identify as a coach, but that's what he does. He just tells people the straight and narrow on it. He's like, stop being an asshole. Like, just do the thing. Like you don't want to, of course you don't want to wash the dishes at like eight o'clock, but you know what else happens? Like don't wash the dishes for the week and see how good your kitchen smells. Like, don't be an asshole. Just wash the fucking dishes. Like he's just like puts it out there very straight. And so every Thursday he sends out a, um, I think it's every Thursday or, or actually he's changed his model. So he's written a couple of books. He like, took off and he loves to research and write and, um, and provide content and a different way to think about things. So now he has, I think it's called the school of, I don't know, it's something, the school of the subtle, I don't even know what it's called, but anyways, he has a membership model out there. It's really interesting, but it's all built on his writing and all the writing that he's done and the courses that he's now produced. James Clear is kind of a similar story, like has a lot of, um, of um, like takes his writing and gets it out to the masses. James Clear sends out every Thursday, like, I think it's like um, thoughts from thoughts from our team or something. And he sends out like one thing I think will help you, two quotes that are useful and three things to consider as you go through now next week. And every week it comes out. I love getting his emails because I, they're just, there's always some little nugget of wisdom in there. And, um, but these are, I, I, when you start to talk about like, I just want to write and I just want to, you know, get out there and kind of like, you know, share, you look at yourself and you're like, I don't like, maybe like, what do I have to share? I'm still in the process, but like, actually I would just say like, you have tons and tons of experience that's so relatable to so many people that you could use to your advantage right now. Right. Um, and so there, but there are plenty of, there are plenty of people that exist out there in the world. Not that we need proof if you have the vision in your brain, like not that we need proof that it exists. It's always a little bit easier to wrap your mind around doing something. I think when we can see it, or for many of us, it's easier to wrap our minds around something that we can see. But I mean, there's so much opportunity and so much possibility, Um, uh, you know, whether or not it becomes a school and a membership model from there. I mean, the beauty is too, of now you're like, I know how to do membership models. I know how to build websites. Like I understand hosting and domains and you know, the ins and outs of the expenses of driving a business. I know how to hire somebody. I know how to, um, run and create a Facebook group. Like, like (laughs) I have all the foundation ready. (laughs) You, the entire thing, you know? Yeah. 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 You're just like, (laughs) what do I do next? Yeah. What can I take all of this and repackage and repurpose it to do something that really feels like it's, you know, it's like the right fit for me personally. Yeah. So much opportunity. Yeah. Well, that's the next steps. I have yeah. an Instagram page and I'm just, I'm trying to just like hone my thoughts a little. I think I'm a little scattered and I'm not in the best, like the clearest, like mind state. I just, I, you know, I'm having a hard time kind of like collecting my thoughts and organizing myself. So, you know, 
That's part of my pro my well, process. And I was going to say, it's part of the process very yeah. often, I think for a lot of us. So yeah, yeah. it feels okay. right now, like I, I just have nothing to cling to yet. I'm trying to build those containers to when I'm ready to just like let it pour out of. Um, so then maybe hopefully that'll give me a little bit more structure and stuff. So no, infantile stages. So uh -huh. I, don't, I don't know where I'm going, but that's the next thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, it sounds like you didn't know where you were going with a remote nurse either, but that just oh, no. somehow work out, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you. All right. If you, there are going to be a lot of people, you know, I interview a lot of nurse CEOs on this podcast and nurse leaders, and there are a lot of people who are, you know, probably a few years behind you and, and not only in kind of what they've done, but just their experience of the online market and stuff. What, if you had any advice to give to somebody who was just thinking about, they have an idea, they see a problem, like, what would you tell them? Um, I would tell them to just figure out if that problem, if you have any type of real passion for it, because once you have the passion for it, like the rest becomes, it becomes an obligation you're willing to do. Like all the hurdles of something don't seem as hard when you really are excited about something. So if there's something that you're just constantly helping your friends with or helping other nurses with, or you have all these ideas, like just go with it. Start with something really small, attainable and something almost you have nothing to lose, you know? So for me, that was just starting a Facebook group. Like if no one joined it, then it's okay. Like nobody would know. These days, probably I would personally, I would start like a TikTok account and I would just start going off on all the stuff you are excited about talk about because that seems to be the one that's really hitting like a lot of following back a couple of years ago. The Facebook group was perfect because everybody was on Facebook groups a lot. Um, these days, I don't know that I would start there as like my, my breeding ground. Um, TikTok seems to be like a really good place if you're comfortable that way. Um, but yeah, I would just make sure it's something that you're excited about. And I, I should tell this to myself, but you don't have to have all the pieces laid out. <laughs> oh, wow. You oh, don't have, to have all the pieces laid out if you just have something. And I know this, I know this. But if you are just a couple of steps ahead of somebody else, you're helping them. And sometimes if you're too far out from them, you're not relatable anymore. I, I'm probably going to replay this and listen to it <laughs> myself. But yeah, you don't have to be the expert. <laughs> this sounds so hypocritical. <laughs> this is the part yeah. where Sadie coaches herself and she learns that she's been a coach all along. And I should just yeah, record things and listen to it myself, hire myself. There you go. Just mm -hmm. slap on the remote nurse advice that I give myself and others with my new thing. Yeah. Yep. But yeah. yeah. As long as you're a couple steps ahead of somebody else or not even ahead, but like you just have a little bit of info that will tug them along more. You're good to go. Like, and, and people will pick up on what you're, what you're giving. There will be people who are interested. You'll be surprised at how random people in the corners of the earth are interested in what you have to say. <laughs> so, I completely agree. I think it's fantastic. Yes. And I, I agree with you. I know we, I just talked about that with a client this morning. She was like, I think I just need to like take my own advice maybe. And I was like, I think I, you know, it could be a great place to start. I mean, you choose. <laughs> You well, choose. Uh, yeah, right. Um, all right. Sense. Why are you following? Uh-huh. Um, if people want to find out, um, like learn more about you or um find you or I don't know, DM you or whatever, where do they go? Um, the best place is the remote nurse.com. 
Uh, I would suggest going to like the welcome slash FAQ intro page. And that kind of gives you an overview of what we offer, what remote nursing is, and then kind of exploring um, that way. You can go to the job board, look at a bunch of different jobs. I have a crash course that kind of tells you all kinds of different remote nursing jobs. So you can get an idea of which ones are probably a better fit for you based on just like the patient interaction level and the salary and the types of skills you might have. There might be a job that really sticks out to you that you want to focus on. Um, and there might be others where you're like, absolutely not. So you, you can, you know, not waste your time on those jobs. So yeah, that's the best place. Instagram, I'm pretty much on every social media at the remote nurse, um, except Twitter. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, no, that was, I just, I'm just never got onto Twitter, but now I'm like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah right. No, I completely agree. Um, thank you so, thank you so much for coming on and just sharing kind of what you've built and how you've built it. And, um, I think it's just, it's so helpful, I think for, um, so many in our community who are starting to think about, you know, if I want to create my version of the good life, I want to do good and do well, what, what could that look like? And I think your story is a beautiful example of what's possible when, you know, you, you take a leap of faith and you just see a gap and you go out and find, create a solution and you fill it. And I think it's, it's just phenomenal. It's been so exciting. It's been fun to watch you grow over the past couple of years too, just seeing you, you know, being sitting alongside you and our uh, one uh, group on Instagram. And so I, I'm so appreciative of your time and coming over to, to talk with us and just to share your story. There's no doubt in my mind that someone will listen to this and be like, oh shit, I could like, I can do that too. Right. Like, which I want to see yeah. more of us do. I want to see more of us, you know, take the problem solving that we learn clinically and really take it out. And again, you know, do something that's really good, but also do well for, for ourselves at the same time. So I love it. So thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate you uh, being here today. Yeah, no problem. And just one last thing, like you can see in me that I have a lot of self-doubt myself and I have reached a place that is awesome too. So there's people that are sitting there like, yeah, but I can't do that. I, I can't figure that out. Like I do that still, like I'm still doing that to myself. I'm still kind of like self-sabotaging myself in that way, but that also hasn't hold, held me back completely. That's not the excuse you should use to be like, I'm just, I can't do it. You yeah. know, like I, it, it has not even resolved in me, but I'm still moving forward and you can too. So everybody has that self-doubt. Like everybody I talked to was yes. like, oh yeah, me too. Me too. Yep, me too. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, I thought you were like, no, nope. and you were good. And yeah. No, like, I, oh, no. I agree with you hundred percent. Me too. I have tons of self-doubt, all sorts of self-doubt that comes <laughs> we up. We all do. It's and like you and I, and everybody else can make a decision in that moment to say, you know, the joy or the excitement or the opportunity that exists, if I go out there and do it, is far outweighs the, yeah. you know, the, um, you know, reality or what my brain thinks is reality right now, or the fear of doing it right now. Yeah. So no, yeah. I, I think you're totally right. All right. All right. Thanks Sadie for coming on. I appreciate having you today. Hey, if you're ready to live the good life, I want to invite you to join Nurses Living the Good Life, my group coaching program for women advanced practice nurses, where you're going to learn how to do good work in the world and do well for yourself using my proven formula, a coach approach. Best part, it's risk-free. You're either going to learn how to create your version of the good life, or I'll give you your money back. Just head over to www.nurseslivingthegoodlife.com and we'll see you inside.